Hey, welcome folks. Welcome back to The Daily Dish. Talking about money stuff till my dishes are done here at Greg Chats Cash. And today we're talking about ways to start and ask me anything. I'm glad to be back on the live stream here on Instagram and recording the podcast. It's been a while. As I've been away and as I've been thinking about how to start new content coming in August, I've been thinking about different ways to get this started. And today I thought, why not start with the basics? Back to the basics of ways to start. Because when it comes down to it, to build financial security and strength, there's a few basic steps that all of us can do. Um, I've been away, I've been traveling, doing all sorts of fun things along here and there, just answering a few comments. But as we get started with the ways to start, I want you to think about the basics in your life. First off, expenses. The basic expenses in your life, what are we doing right now? Are you meeting the basic needs of not spending uh, more money than you're earning? So if you're looking at those expenses and you feel like you've gotten at least those bare minimums covered, where you're covering your minimum payments every month, for bills and expenses and credit cards and car loans and things like that, then let's look at saving, right? Okay, just, okay, you're paying your bills every month. None of them are delinquent. That's a great way to start. Make sure you're paying all your bills. If you're paying all your bills on time, great. Once you're there, let's talk about what you need next. Cash, you need some cash. Start saving. Yes, and saving is hard. I totally agree with some of the folks what you're saying here. When it comes to saving, Saving can be kind of a, a mindset shift for when it goes from hard to exciting and uh, interesting and uh, helping you feel secure. This, why many of you know, is why I love the cash stronghold. It's not just about saving for some random emergency. It's also about saving for unique opportunities. So when it comes to saving, if you're meeting those bare minimums on expenses, let's start right now. Ways to start right now that cost very little to you is what can you save today, right now. A dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, twenty, a hundred. Take something and put it in a place, a cash stronghold, that you're not going to spend. Not you're saving, you're not saving for the next bill right now. You're not saving for um, paying off that debt you have. You're saving, starting off as much as you can today, right now. This is how you start your cash stronghold. Why not start now? So if you've got that ways to save started and you're like, you know what, I have a few dollars saved here and there. What are you looking at as far as your expenses go? Are there expenses that are over the top for you? Taking a look and being a little bit aware of where your money's going out every month, are there ways to coax more into that saving? Now we talk about saving in general. Ways to start that are super simple and don't really cost you money. Open a checking account, a savings account, a savings account, a savings account. You'll notice I said it three different times because savings accounts are usually, in a lot of situations, free to open. If you set up a checking account and a savings account, which are usually free to open, some online banks also allow you to open up multiple savings accounts at no cost. And what's nice about this, it's a great way to start saving for specific goals. You can have a cash stronghold savings account and have some cash at home for your cash stronghold. But if you're, if this is a way to start that's super easy, is if you've already got a bank, you can call them up and ask, does it cost anything? to open up another savings account? And if not, what is a goal that you're saving for right now that is outside your day-to-day -day expenses? Open it up, put $5, or sometimes the minimum's like $25 or $50. Put that in there and just be like, look, that's $50 towards our next car. That's $50 towards our next vacation. Start that way. You can even open up you know, each single one of them like that. 
And a lot of people will say things like, that's hard to keep track of. And what I would challenge you to consider is that with ways to start and getting money woke and building wealth health, there are many tools to financial success along the way. Getting familiar with some of these tools are necessary. If you've ever worked with tools before, you know that you don't know how to swing a hammer just naturally. It helps to have people show you, see examples, give it out, be practicing. Same thing with financial tools. You need to understand a little bit about what they are, not pick up a power tool before you should, or sharp objects and tools like credit and debt, but simple tools like savings accounts that are free and uh, fairly risk averse, or, or you know, situated for insurance, like you have the FDIC, like saying that you won't lose out money if you put it in that savings account. Once you've got those savings goals, that's a simple way to start. Costs you nothing. And then from there, we can start looking at building up that cash stronghold. Because I mentioned it before, I mentioned that money that only you're touching for emergencies or really unique opportunities. The thing about that money is, is it once it happens, when those emergencies hit or those unique opportunities spend it down, all of a sudden you find yourself working really hard to build it back up. And that's a huge project. And when Jill mentioned earlier, saving is hard, this is what's hard. Maintaining a cash stronghold can be a challenge. This is a way to start, but here's a couple of different ways to do it. For example, with your expenses, the 24-7-365 rule, some of you have heard it before, it's a simple way to start curbing your expenses. What can you hold off for 24 hours before buying? What can you hold off seven days for bigger ticket purchases? And when you think about these purchases, 365 days from now, how do they benefit you? Do they, aim, do they set you up buying these things or making these expenses? Does that set you up towards your priorities in the future? And so some of these might be luxury items. They might be things like uh, you know, equipment, for example. Uh, but making sure that these are thought out, that you're... The reason I say, by the way, waiting at least 24 hours or seven days is not only so that you can deliberate, but that you can discuss it with people that you trust for your financial decisions. This is a great way to curb your expenses. A great way to save, of course, many of you know, the $5 bill challenge is always one of my favorite. When you're spending cash, anytime you get change in the form of a $5 bill, you have to save it, and you move it right into that cash stronghold that so many of you are starting today because you're taking that dollar, that $5, that $100, and you're moving it out of your pocket, out of your wallet, into a place, an envelope, somewhere out, a savings account that's not easy to access that you won't spend down, completely separate from the rest of your money. Once you've got that saving going and once you're thinking about your expenses, of course, if you have debt, we'll start tackling that. That is absolutely a great way to start because many people will talk to you about investing in stuff, but what I'll say to you is investing in your high interest debt is a really strong investment. Paying less interest when your debt can be double digits or higher can be a really great investment along the way. It's a, because you never know where those big ticket emergencies come up. Okay, so by the way, as you tackle that debt, it can be different for all of us, and there's all different types of debt. And I'm not gonna cover that here because we're looking at quick ways to start. And I would say this, talk with some trusted people, look at something called the debt snowball or the debt avalanche. These are great methods to pay down debt, thinking about the different types of debt you have, as well as meeting your day-to-day -day needs in life. Sometimes debt is advantageous. For example, some people have interest, uh, student loan interest debt at 1.3%. Well, I'll tell you what, that's lower than inflation. That's a type of debt that 
you know, you could make an argument to keep it around and just pay the monthly minimums on that. But for example, higher interest debt we're talking, I often think double digit feels high interest to me. I don't know if that's the same for everyone else. That is much higher than you're going to get in most average stock return investments. So why not pay down that debt? It's a great way to start. Okay, for those of you, I've mentioned stocks right now, and I have a few dishes left. I'm not going to get into a lot of stock market investing as far as ways to start, but I am going to talk to you about a way where you can earn more money than a savings account and feel like your money is set up in a secure way in a financial institution like a credit union or a bank. I've mentioned it before, but I want to mention it again. It's one of my favorite ways for people to get started in just stacking their cash and building up a cash stronghold that can really get a higher interest rate than most savings accounts. And that's by using what's called a CD ladder. A certificate of deposit or a CD is when you give a whole bunch of money to an organization like a bank or a credit union or an online bank, uh, or some insurance companies do them too, I think, um, or mortgage brokers might. But for example, an online bank will oftentimes give you a higher interest rate than almost everywhere else for a CD or certificate of deposit. Now, when you give them that money, you are saying to them, I'd like it at a higher interest rate, but you're going to hold on to it and I won't be able to have access to it for a set amount of time. For example, if you bought a six month CD, it's going to get a slightly lower interest rate than if you bought a two year CD. And what I really like about a CD ladder is when you buy a CD this month, for example. Let's say I take $100 and I buy, or I mean, I believe some CDs you can go as low as $25. You want to get started small? Ways to start? Here's a great way to start. You already got the savings account going? Look on some online banks. See if your online bank has a good interest rate on that online CD. You could spend it on a $25 CD on some of them. Maybe six months, maybe two years. I wouldn't look too much beyond that because at that point you're going to start looking at ways to invest, right? Um, but in getting something like a six month, one year or two year CD, you may have options to get really decent interest rates, much higher than the current savings accounts you have. And if you buy one this month for 25 bucks and then one next month for 25 bucks and then one the next month and you keep doing that process over and over again, once a month, just like depositing in a savings account, you just open up a new CD. If you do a two year CD cycle, over the course of two years then, every month that next CD comes due and then you just roll it over into the new higher interest rate. You're gonna have monthly access to that money and it's gonna get a higher interest rate than a savings account. I know this is a whole bunch of jargon and it might need more explaining and I believe on my Instagram account there is a CD ladder on the Instagram highlights story as well on IGTV at Greg Katz Cash. There's a very silly uh, video about CD ladders. Check it out. And um, as far as the methods to the CD ladder, people are like, oh, I don't know if I want the bank holding my money for two years. Here's the nice part. If you do need access to that money, things come up, life happens in a way where you need to get at that money. There are ways to break that CD where you lose out on a bunch of the interest but you don't lose out on the principal amount that you deposited. So you end up probably getting less. If you were to break the CD, you probably would get less than having a savings account, which is why you still want to keep money in a cash stronghold in a savings account too. But with that CD, if you broke that CD, you like opened it up and then three months later, you're like, I need to break that two year CD. You get all of your original money, your principal back, 
which is, you know, overall, you could still have access to it. Unlike situations where stock investing, for example, where prices may fluctuate so much that your original amount is varied and costs will set it up so that it's very hard to sell soon after you buy and always turn a profit or at least break even even. Even even. Hey Lance, good to see you here. Welcome to the Daily Dish. Those of you joining me late, I am wrapping up the dishes. Today was all about ways to start. And the simplest way to start, what cash do you have right now that you can move into a strong saving and investing strategy? Lance was here the other day when I challenged you at the beginning of the month to try the 1% challenge, which is another great way to uh, impulsively save. Because maybe some of us that find it hard with saving, it feels like dieting, you know? So instead of doing that, let's impulsively make healthy choices. And so a healthy choice besides saving a dollar or $5 or $100 is, can you this week look at your monthly income and say, I will take 1% or 2% of what I make a month and move it right now into savings, into a CD, into investing, or into your retirement funds. Just a challenge to consider. Basically, there are different ways to go about it. There are different ways to save, and at that, there are different ways that I wanna help you all out. In the coming month, I'm gonna be talking a lot about our emotional ties to our personal finances. Because upcoming, I'm heading out to FinCon in Orlando and I'll be speaking on a panel with a whole bunch of amazing people all about our emotional wealth health. And one of the things to consider is how we're helping each other. Feeling alone, blame and shame and isolated when it comes to money stuff is very typical. So please reach out to me anytime at Greg Chats Cash or if not to me, talk to a trusted friend or family member about your money stuff because none of us are as smart as all of us and there's so many great, often free resources out there. So please, those of you catching the podcast, please subscribe, leave a comment, review, do all those things if you feel like it. Maybe if it's your first time here, I know you're not gonna do that. I wouldn't do that either. Maybe, you know, if you've been back four, five, six times now, why not leave a little thumbs up or five star or whatever, whatever the thing is. Have a great day and thanks for tuning in.